0: Hello, welcome to St. Louis City Press and International Friendly. Joining me to talk about City's 4-1 win over Kansas City, Patrick Stark. Good evening. And Nathan Halley.
1: Just like to give a big shout out to new sponsor, Missouri Baptist Medical Center. For, Not a sponsor. For, for getting me here today. Well, uh, special shout out to Nurse Ryan. He really had it going. Um, except... He continued to, he insisted for like hours to try and talk to me about American football. And I just had to fake it because I don't know anything about that sport. There was a, yeah, no, me neither.
0: Wrong podcast. I was going to pretend, but. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Kansas so. City has a good that football team, I think, unlike this football. Love the segue. They're as good as out of, of the playoffs, right?
2: Three points behind Dallas, who's sitting in ninth, with with a game in hand. Dallas having a game in hand. Uh, You know, it's a tough situation for them, but uh, you know, probably, probably out at this point. We're knocking
0: teams out left and right. I think uh, Minnesota and Kansas City very unlikely to make it at this point. Not eliminated, but.
2: Not eliminated, but unlikely, yes.
1: I believe Colorado is the only team eliminated in the West.
2: That's true. Here we stand, uh, most teams having two, maybe three games to play, and only one team has clinched a playoff spot, and one team mathematically eliminated. What team would you say that is that has clinched, Patrick? Why that would be, uh, I believe it's St. Louis City SC. You mean the expansion team? The expansion team of all teams. I'm wondering, hmm.
1: is that the only thing we've clinched at this point?
2: Uh, I believe at this point, the X is now a Y when I look here at the standings. And Y, if I go down to the footnotes, clinched number one conference seed. Number one in the conference, first year as a
0: team. Uh, th- that means we qualify for CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah, who's going to Haiti? We're going to, going to the cup. We're going we could end up just cup. placed against like another MLS team and just play some US games, right?
1: I, I I don't think in the early rounds. I think we will get sent somewhere.
2: Oh, even though like fifteen of the MLS teams are going to qualify,
1: I actually don't know. I I made that up without any basis in reality.
0: It seems like you know they might try and do that though. You could see that being a plausible answer. It does. We get into some interesting scenarios. We can win that go play some european teams all sorts of fun stuff
1: we could there is a path to winning the club world cup yeah what i'm confused about is i definitely remember reading i don't know like 94 months ago at this point or something back before the season started all the pundits said we were going to come in last or 13th 13th or 14th in the west so you know, as pundits ourselves, I think this is a good time to do some self-analysis on our potential
0: failings. Tim Parker was sending some real, real side-eye at the pundits on Twitter.
1: Sam Adeniran was saying side-eye at those pundits on his post-game interview with Apple TV.
0: Well, let's get into it because it was Sam's birthday on Saturday. And what a birthday performance. What did we think of the game?
2: It was a heck of a game. The vibes were on point. Let's
0: start with the TIFO. It How was a quality,
2: quality TIFO. I appreciated the TIFO. I, th- they the, I they agree. They had the stadium
0: involved. They got the the cackle going, the witch's cackle. Uh, can we get an explanation good. of what a TIFO is?
1: It's the big, like, painted, I don't know. It's not a poster. It's almost like a billboard, but it's cloth. It's art um, that they, for important games like the supporters will, will make these enormous signs. I don't know the word I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, I think it sign looks is like good. a mainsail that yeah. someone has taken a bunch. Of, I, I assume it's actually a bunch of bed sheets. I could be wrong. It is
1: sewn together. I learned that by following the STL City so Tifo account on Twitter.
2: You just don't get pieces of cloth that big in nature, so someone's <laughs> sewing some stuff. That's for darn sure.
1: My question is if they paint it in sections or if they sew it all together and then paint it as one big thing.
0: You'd have to have such a large like surface area to lay that thing out. I mean, what I, sort of dimensions do we think we're talking about here?
1: I don't
0: know. At least 10 by 10. Like 10 by 10 yards?
2: Yeah.
1: I was, I was speaking in meters. But I
2: I think that is an understatement still significantly. I I agree. It's it's probably at least a hundred feet wide.
0: Describe Pat, what what was on that giant sign?
2: As we are all well aware, our budding rivals to the West across the state line come from the I was gonna say great state of Kansas, but that seems disingenuous. The Mediocre at best state of Kansas. (laughs) Ooh. All right. I have, I, if I'm honest, I have no real problems with Kansas, but it's something we've keyed in on as the only sporting team from in air quotes, Kansas city. That is not on the Missouri side. At least. I mean, there's probably something, but we, we know the chiefs, we know the Royals on the Missouri side.
1: Do you think this is alienating our Illinois fans here in St. Louis?
2: I see no reason for that. Okay, Continue. I'm more worried about our Illinois fans f- on the podcast, which uh, we may have just lost our only Illinois listener with that. No, we're we're big fans of the state of Illinois. At any rate, we ended up with a large bedsheet painted with the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, some of the supporters holding up smaller flags of flying monkeys in city jerseys. I believe. Oh, I missed that detail. Yeah.
1: My only question here is if it's a super relevant and timely. Um, I'm blanking on the word. Like whatever the, words the, the word is, is no. Old.
2: Nothing we do is super timely or relevant, and. Okay. I mean, our opening TIFO had to do with the 1904 World's (laughs)
1: Fair. You know what? (laughs) You know what? That's a great point. Uh,
2: Someone did point out that they are both references, not me, this was on Facebook, I think, both references to Judy Garland films. Judy
1: Garland, historically very popular among the gay gay male community.
2: Um, Yes, that is true. Uh, But we ended up with a large painting of the witch with the subtitle, You're Not in Kansas Anymore. Again, someone else, not me, pointed out um, very few, if any, of the players probably actually from Kansas. Something I should look into but waited too long on. I believe Nico
1: Joachini is from
2: Kansas. That is true, and he is not in Kansas anymore. But so, I will not call him Toto. Well,
0: let's I get wish into the
2: game I, itself. I uh, wish
1: I knew a third Judy Garland film. Maybe, you know what? This is a stretch, but maybe if the next one, Kifo, we do was cabaret themed. I mean, start, that would,
2: I think, be the next one. Maybe well, you could, or we could make Eliza Minnelli. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're into the Eliza Minnelli
0: realm of this podcast. You know who would have killed it with a third Judy Garland? Drew. Drew would have been able to name a third Judy Garland film right off the tip of his tongue. But okay. Why we can't gotta, we? Hold we got to move on. we got to talk about this game. This was an incredible no, story, no, game, guys. No, no.
1: Sorry. Sorry. All right. Wikipedia. She died the young. The
0: Harvey Girls yeah. Easter Parade oh, Easter and parade Stock.
1: All right. You know what? Easter Parade actually has a very special place in our family because Kelly watched that the night before we adopted Lily. So I'm hoping for a an Easter parade themed
2: TIFO. No judgment at Nuremberg reference? <laughs> that would be a hell of a TIFO. Ooh.
1: Ooh. That would be a good one if once again in the offseason we play a team from Germany.
0: Ooh, no, Club World Cup. We could end up against oh, any number of German you're teams.
1: You're right. You're right. Oh, we've got it. We, let's... Um, Let's send whoever is it Matt
0: Sebick? Drew, I, I think uh podcast host Drew speaks German. I think. I think that's accurate. This I'm is also, the first time hearing of it.
2: This he's, is the first time hearing of the judgment at Nuremberg as a film. I
0: think he's you know, he's gonna join a supporters group. So I think we've got an in for when we play a German team for Drew to get this. It, it's all lined up. We'll make that happen. It was a so, great game. <laughs> Starting in the
1: seventieth minute
0: about the game, the first half was fairly evenly matched, I would say. How do we feel about Markkanen's headbutt? Yellow card, fair. Lots
1: of the play leading up to
2: that should have been a yellow card against the Kansas City player. I I agree with that sentiment. So I would have been furious if. He did not get a yellow, and then Markanic managed to get a red. That would have been too far for me. Lots we of Kansas fans on the fans on-
0: replay said
2: yellow card,
1: totally fair. That's the right call. Lots of Kansas fans on Twitter saying that he should. It should have been a red. I think there is some confusion uh, that goes a long way back to Zinedine Zidane's headbutt in the 2006 World Cup, which got him sent off so that there's an assumption that a headbutt is an automatic red card but i i believe it's the same qualifiers as all other fouls it depends on the violence and intent and it was a love headbutt
0: i think we call it was all a agree. Nudge. we should give the kansas city player credit for not hitting the ground and grabbing his head and rolling around like a maniac
1: yeah instead he kind of rubbed the back of his head and looked around confused it's like did you just <laughs>
0: Nudge me gently? I I would like to see Marcanic not do that, though. I think he talked about that some, uh, or Carnell talked about it some after the match. He's a young kid. He's getting fired up. He needs to learn to take that in stride. How wild is it, though, that we trade for this guy who basically couldn't
1: make the first team on arguably the worst team in the league, and now he's our starting left back and seemingly pretty good there?
0: So we've talked a lot about Carnell. There's a lot of discussion now about coach of the year. You have to kind of appreciate, like, I think he gets some credit here. Like there's credit to go around. Obviously, Marcanic gets some credit. Lutz gets some credit. But Carnell gets the best out of these players, it seems like, who were totally underappreciated on other teams. I mean, you can go across the team. And I think you got to give Carnell some credit. I mean, historically, I don't. But I think in this case...
1: It's possible. And I also think back to the game, he actually was a good game day coach this week.
0: Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, the Minnesota game. So, okay, the last couple of games, the Minnesota game, those substitutions and change in shape completely turned the tide of the game. And I think same thing here. So,
1: yeah, Carnell it would be really nice to zone. S- uh, except the flip side of that is Carnell. Why didn't you field a starting lineup that could score?
0: Uh, Nate, would you like to tell us what your prediction for the starting lineup of this last game was?
1: So it was exactly what the starting lineup was. That doesn't mean that's what I would choose. That just means that I know what Carnell will field. I guess it also is what I would choose.
2: Yeah. So let me ask you this also. I mean, that lineup when they come in it's it's a different game situation than starting the game
1: yes i was talking to someone about this it was possible it was dad of the pod dad when we were walking back to the car that it, it is a very different situation when you come in at 70 minutes and you have fresh legs and no one else does i think sometimes that's why we can get enamored with these players that are like super subs See Celio, um, and it's because, like, you know, it's if everyone else is exhausted and you're not, you can look really good. Not not saying anything against that. I mean, I think that's a strategy that that Carnell has learned how to use. I mean, in this game, to like ridiculously good effect. Zero zero, and then what? Like three minutes after he makes the subs, we score four goals in twelve
0: minutes. And you could see like. Nico and Stroud were absolutely making a difference on the field.
1: Super interesting role for Nico to play. I liked him there in that, I guess we'll call it a 10.
2: He, I think, yeah, uh, I believe Chris pointed this out and I felt the same way. He didn't end up with any significant counting stats, but he was really, I think, a catalyst in what, and what ended up happening? High on the vibe stats, very high on the vibe, and I love the quick throws. He took another quick throw, and I believe that I want to say that led almost directly to our first goal. Well, let's get into the goals
0: um, coming in rapid succession. We got four of them. We'll just ignore the last minute of the game. First goal. Walk us through it, Pat. I'm not ready to do that. It was a beautiful they- play in, like. Leuven, who I think
1: we've rightfully given a hard time for some of his set piece plays after his return from injury, had just a beautiful pass in. Um, and Sam found a way to get his head on the end of it and, and put it in the back of the net.
0: Um, I, I think, think Kansas Lewis City. Is largely back in form. I,
1: I think so. It was interesting that they had um, Indy taking corners instead of him. But it
2: was for the outswingers. You
1: love okay. the outswing. We
2: love an outswinger.
1: Um, I, I think you got to give big credit to Sam there if you watch how he kind of, uh, he's done this several times. I think he, he uses his size and gets around defenders into a position where he can um, take advantage and score. I, you know, he is my, my favorite player. I think sometimes he can be frustrating. And a little lazy, it seems, but I think actually that's all intentional and he's saving his energy Um, and he can can do stuff on the team that that no one else can do. I think even there are some runs and times where he controls the ball that even I think Klaus would struggle with just from his size and muscle. So super thrilled to see him get a goal on his birthday.
2: It's also convenient that he was marked by Alan Polito, who is, I don't know, Eight inches shorter than him.
1: I think Kansas City has to ask themselves some questions about their defense on that play.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the goalie did get a hand on it. Thankfully, it was headed with some force at a good location, scoring our first goal. Well, you know, Nico was in there drawing away a defender, playing his part. He
0: was indeed.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you have basic – I mean, when when Nico came on, even – You know, he was playing an attacking midfield sort of role, maybe. You really have three strikers on that Kansas City's going to struggle defending against.
2: Statistically, uh, Phil, I think you mentioned this, at half, very even as far as XG, if you discount the one cross, I believe it's from Arcanic, that Klaus just missed, which had an XG of .98. Which is insane. Which is insane. Uh, like, but if you disregard that pretty pretty even in the first half
0: I mean that was a a lovely chance. It was maybe a little hard pass by Maric, but I mean you know, credit to him for making that happen, making the run up and getting that back.
2: it did, and we had a couple of other reasonable chances. Indy had one early that was uh was that saved or blocked by a pretty impressive save? And also a couple, there was that Indy on the breakaway uh, with a leading pass to Blum that just eluded. Oh, man, we
0: were so excited. Blum receives the, I guess he doesn't receive the, I mean, he, you know, isn't able to settle it. But we were so excited for Blum to score two in a row, two games in a row. Wouldn't that have been incredible?
2: That would have been incredible. And I tell you what, you can't ask for any more space than he had. <laughs> no.
0: No. It was as wide open as you could ever hope to be with as much time in a in a breakaway situation. Uh, second goal, uh Jared Stroud with a with a banger kind of I don't think it was a banger. No, I take it back.
2: It was a well-placed, well-maneuvered uh he was in the right place at the right time to you know, the press was on. Uh, he intercepts a clearing pass, makes a couple moves. That was Deeks totally the press.
0: You had Leuven chasing the guy down at the line, a right, you know, two people on the defender, forcing him to kick it out. And Stroud just positioned well to to grab it.
2: Absolutely. And then and a it, very was, nice finish to the corner.
1: Yeah, it was, it was not a banger, but it was a well-placed strike. And then he got thrown to the ground.
2: He did indeed get thrown to the ground uh, fairly aggressively by Klaus. He to back up it was so out gracefully. Of he Again, did. showing
0: off his... I, Pat, you talk to him. Uh, maybe. did he take like ballet classes as a child? He often does some pirouettes. He, he was, didn't
2: mention it, but I'll bring it up next time. Excellent. <laughs> Those happened in quick
0: succession, and then not that much longer... We got a third goal. I mean, the stadium at that point was going absolutely crazy.
2: Delirious, I think, would be a word to describe how I felt in the moment.
0: Yeah. And then Klaus. DP to DP. uh, Leuven with just a beautiful chip pass over to Klaus, who on the volley was able to put it in the net. Just quality all around.
1: And at this point, the delirium went up to 11
0: yeah no everyone in the stadium I think lost their voice Um, everyone was just shocked and amazed Uh, you know the first half was very tight was very back and forth and so for us to then just be on this run the fourth goal is maybe I don't know (laughs) the fourth goal goal of the week should have been I guess we can call it goal of the game at least. Um, Isn't it nice to have Klaus back?
1: I believe it was described on Twitter as, well, Klaus was described as Looney Tunes for this goal.
2: And I took that as the cartoonish contortions he did with his body to keep his weight on top of the ball instead of, as we often see, leaning back and just skying it over the crossbar. He just kind of like
0: chips it up in the air and like completely off balance somehow manages to like without setting his foot down, use the same foot that he juggles it with to just like flick it in the back of the net. Just bonkers, like not a way a human you would think could
2: move, but. And with no momentum, puts some energy into that shot somehow. The flick, it is a flick of his foot, but. The resulting ball movement is uh, considerable.
1: I I also think, especially like that goal from our seats. We had like the perfect angle to watch it fly in. Um, and this is where, like, as as crazy as it was, th- this like blew the roof off everything.
0: Yeah, another Klaus goal. <laughs> I mean, for nothing. Stadium was going insane. Yeah, you
1: you don't mess with Judy Garland. I think is the okay. lesson. Send you to Nuremberg. I think I think it is worth mentioning, um, especially maybe for me since I've been harsh on him. Berkey probably kept us in the game with a couple of pretty ridiculous saves.
0: Completely I was gonna. I, I wasn't gonna completely call that out, but yeah, no, he. It's a completely different game if he lets in a couple of those goals. Which
1: A lot of the attention has been on the one that hit the crossbar and then he saved with his armpit. But I actually thought the better save was one where he, he dove to his right at the last minute and stopped what I think, even I have to admit, was a goal that Ben would have let in.
0: Yeah, no, Berkey keeping us in the game. It's a shame he did not get to keep the clean sheet. I think we have to mention there was kind of a, a defensive fall apart in like the last 30 seconds of the game.
1: Yeah. Thorison was going for glory and trying to make it five, nothing and then lost the ball. And then basically half the team was like, ah, we're fine with not running after it back on defense.
0: Uh, I don't know. We've seen Parker mad a lot. Obviously Parker was super mad after that.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, Berkey was pretty pissed off too. There were pictures of him walking around after the game where he he looked unhappy.
0: Yeah, it's a shame to end on that note. Um, I think we just pretend that the last minute didn't happen. Four nothing trounced them. I oof. Nate, you predicted four nothing. I predicted four one. It felt really bad in that moment to have predicted four one.
1: Did you predict it on the app? Because I finally found out what you get if you
0: win that. Oh, I did predict it in the app, but I do not believe I want anything.
1: So you get a signed jersey of any player of your choice.
2: Oof. Who That'd would be it be, cool. Phil? Who would it be? It would be Indy. That is the correct choice. Who's who's would you guys go for?
0: I mean, it could be Blum. I, there's I, there's no
1: wrong answers here. Yeah, right. Well, Lunt would be a wrong answer, I think.
2: I don't think it would. You'd make his day or just confuse him. <laughs> I think there's something. I think there's something appealing to having a Lunt jersey. I mean, a goalie shirt. Well, I don't know. Is it probably a regular? That's a,
1: that's a good point. Um, Nelson would be a weird choice. Well, he's injured. I would go
0: Sam Adanarin. Yeah. Like Pat said, there's a lot of good choices.
2: Back to front. Honestly, I, I think this was just a great game. I thought yeah, Whiskey's I mean, still looking good out there. Markanic had a heck of a game. Our center backs, I think they did good even despite the... Well, yeah, Hebert came in and was probably partially responsible. I think it was his man that ended up scoring the goal. But he had been in for like two minutes, like literally at the end of a game. It's a tough situation to find yourself in. So maybe he didn't have the best game in a, you know, per minute Per 90, statistically.
0: <laughs> what about a Dennerin's tackle on the
2: sideline at the end of the first half? That was fun. It was a real momentum shift. And what was fascinating is like, not really getting a great look at what happened. I was sure that was a foul. It was not. We were
1: just waiting for the throw-in. In, in, sl- in slow-mo, I've seen some slow-mo replays. It probably was a foul. Nah, it was clean. <laughs> he took out leg before he got ball. It sent a message. It did send a message. Kansas City was not happy.
0: They were it, not. Interestingly, after the half, like the game was starting to get kind of chippy. After the half, it actually did not feel, you know, anything like the end of the first half felt. I would no, agree. Carnell
1: gave Carnell gave one of his classic "Let's calm down, boys" halftime speeches. Uh,
0: I think it was a uh, "Be patient." right was that the message we, <laughs> Okay, know, right?
1: <laughs> he actually did say that which is kind of let's calm down boys so <laughs> it's not even not even a joke um, we're doing a really solid Coaching job really solid job of keeping this podcast a tight 20 31 minutes in
0: i think you're you're bringing a, a low energy today Nate what's going on <laughs>
1: so i really hope hebert gets a start in the next game to make up for that poor two minutes that he had.
2: Yep. I'd like to see Hebert get a, get some minutes before the playoffs. I'd like to see Alm get out there before the playoffs. Does this lead into our discussion for our game on Wednesday against, uh, Vancouver? Yeah. I mean, it's all just gravy now. Do we put, put bunt out there? You know, we are one point away from the all time expansion point record. Uh,
1: so I, yeah, I am low energy. Remember new sponsor Missouri Baptist Medical Center. Uh mention my name and get a 15% uh coupon off your next IV.
0: Ooh. Which could
1: send you several thousand dollars. who could who could use that. That is true. Uh niece of the pod currently at Missouri Baptist Medical Center. Um Give I think some good it,
0: business today.
1: I think it will be a heavily rotated lineup tomorrow. Short turnaround. Plus, you've clinched it, so give some guys a chance because you still have the last home
0: game. Well, and I guess we didn't, I mean, we, sh- we should mention St. Louis. Cincinnati has clinched the supporters' shield. We are not able, mathematically, to catch them. So, you know, we can't get any higher, we can't get any lower. Coach of the year, St. Louis and Pat Noonan.
2: Coach of the year, Bradley Carnell. Almost assuredly, I think. Could be Especially the one. if we That'd get one, one more two, point. Right? Yes, yeah, Scott. Uh, there are two other dark horses, Houston and Columbus.
0: Who votes
2: well. coach of the year? You know what? Let's save this for our off-season
0: wrap-up pod. All right. We're playing Vancouver on Wednesday. Remind me, we have played Vancouver at home. What happened there? We
2: did. Uh, I missed that game. I can tell you that much. I could be lying. But St. Louis no, we won. Did. We won. 3-1 on May 27th. It's been a long season.
1: I believe that was the game you sold your tickets to friend of the pod,
0: Justin. Steve Martin, Martin Short. Was that the deal? Mm, Maybe that was that day. All right. Do we have anything to say about Vancouver? Or, you know, we've secured our spot. We're done. We're just going to watch some soccer. Enjoy it. Get out of here.
2: Well, I would now like to see a lunch start. You don't want Berkey to start every game of the season? I think you
0: got to keep Berkey out there. You got to keep the team in form for the playoffs. There get was him, a get him gelling. If you were going to re-
2: miss one, this would be the one.
1: I read that uh, they they do plan on doing a scrimmage uh, at some point between tomorrow's game and the last game against Seattle, since it's such a long break.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last pod was super high energy. This pod, we covered some soccer games. <laughs>
2: Well, it's what crazy because it was the highest energy soccer game of the year, and I here agree. we are. Um,
1: yeah, West Coast Blackie. game on a Wednesday night does have me kind of bummed out.
2: Yeah, nine thirty start time. You I think it will party? be. I think Berkey will start. I think we'll have a. Are we going to? What do you we think? We're going to see a Yarrow um, Watts.
1: I want Hebert to get a start. It's in Canada. Hebert.
2: He is of Canadian stock. Is he gonna start at left back or center back?
0: I'd like to see him start at center back. Ooh, with a with a markanic on left. That could be
2: fun. That could oh. be fun. Yarrow Hebert Marcanic Watts. Yep. Wow. Stroud. I'd,
1: I would like to see some Almish. some Amish Paradise. Stroud,
2: Alm, um, Ostrock, Nico. Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay. Okay.
1: You know what? Ostrock always comes on and does such a solid job. Yeah, I like this. You know, we have to we have to get used to playing these this is such I'm such a hypocrite. We've got to get used to playing these rotated lineups if we're gonna succeed next year now that we're gonna be in continental competition.
0: Are we trying to this goes back to maybe my most controversial take that we don't care about other tournaments? what do we care about then the mls cup we're american the only, we care about the, the cup.
1: only the only reason you want to win that is to get into continental competition
0: no you win that because that is the pinnacle of your performance as an mls team is it or is it the supporter
1: shield pat noonan coach of the year came out and said uh supporter shield is more important than mls cup a that's very because European that's what
0: I mean, well, he came out and said that after securing it, so like uh, it's
1: so it's not and he is not the only person who says that it It was a bad look for him, but there definitely are people i think Eurocentrics who think the winner of the table is the the true winner of the league makes a little more sense in a in leagues that have a balanced schedule as yeah, opposed to ours.
0: There's just no telling.
1: Yeah. Which we can some in the off season, get into my thoughts on MLS restructuring in much more depth, but yes, we care about continental
0: competition
1: because it shows that you're good beyond the confines of your, your own little league.
0: All right. In the off season, we'll talk about continental competition. We'll talk about how hopefully we don't lose a single player off of this lineup before next season, because we'll be heartbroken. I mean, I think Um, like, and we'll talk about winning the cup. Man
1: City fans care more about winning Champions League than EPL is my guess. I could be wrong,
0: but like their Champions League is against like Barcelona and Real Madrid. Our Champions League would be, I guess, against some Liga MX teams and MEX and whatever other leagues there are.
1: Yeah, it's Canadian Premier League. Right, right. It's yeah, no, it's slightly different stakes. Um, We gonna do some predictions.
0: Yeah, you know, I feel like we've covered everything we have to say about Vancouver. <laughs> I believe Lutz played for them. <laughs> he did not, as covered on the previous podcast. He played for like a different Vancouver team.
1: Well, it was they were called the Vancouver Whitecaps, but they were a USL team at the time.
0: Pre-promotion.
1: I, I would just like to take my Wednesday eight seconds and say they, they once again lost. It is like the worst start to a football league campaign ever. Um, they have yet to win two draws. They haven't scored in like three weeks. It's really, it's really a bummer.
2: I'm pretty sure Sporting Kansas City would uh, put you, I don't know. I think their start was worse is what I'm trying to say. And look, they're still not even eliminated.
1: You know what? That's a good point. That hope springs eternal.
2: All right, we'll be up
1: the owl, apparently. (laughs) I think it's down the owl. Yeah. Uh, that way. I'm gonna ooh, I don't actually believe this, but I'm gonna say two one Saint Louis. I'm
0: gonna say three one Saint Louis.
2: Do it. I think Berkey is gonna start again. He's gonna get his clean sheet. 2-0 St. Louis. Statement win on the road against a surging Vancouver. Surging is a strong word. Thrusting Vancouver. I mean, they are still hungry. They have they are in what sixth? their last five are draw draw lose lose win
0: that's
1: not a surge necessarily right
2: right they were surging at one yeah. point i think just prior to these five games <clears throat> it's I believe a tight they table are i mean six, they but could like
0: yeah they could end up in second easily with a win against us they could end up out so an important game for vancouver No games are super important for us at this point, but that's not going to stop the team from caring just as much and putting in all their effort. They don't look at the table is what I've been led to believe. They believe in the system principles, our boys. This is what we believe.
1: This, the stoicism does get to me a little bit and be like, admit that you look at the table. That's why I like to see the players calling out the pundits. Like, okay, so you do care a little bit.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Right, I'll be well, watching tomorrow night. We will be up late watching this game. We will. I don't know. Power out. Oof. I don't know, guys. It was an incredible game.
2: I Won feel like we didn't do season. it justice. We, we
0: absolutely have, did not do it justice. Just no, we, go
2: watch the replay. I've. This is not a joke. I've watched the second half three times.
0: I came and home. The home first tonight. half I didn't watch twice.
2: It. At least three times, I watched wow. it that night the next day, one other time uh it holds I up. just it holds up, I think, sure, it took us till the seventieth minute or whatever, but I thought we play I think we're playing just well. I think we're this is the best I've seen our team playing all season.
1: I think a lot of credit goes to assistant coach John Hackworth for all of that.
2: Good job. Johnny Hackworth.
0: <laughs> he was yelling at some official the fourth <laughs> official. I mean deservedly so, but yeah, always deservedly so. You know, luckily we we ended up winning by so much that it's like whatever. We don't we don't have to get into it. But there was some questionable officiating going on. Always is.
1: Best to ignore. Yeah. Not as bad as poor Liverpool, but we won't <sighs> get into that.
0: All right, well we will see what St. Louis does against Vancouver. I guess the most interesting thing for us to watch for at this point is what happens in the rest of the league and who's going to be in that eighth, ninth position match to see who we play.
2: Very exciting. Let's see. Who would it be if we if the it would playoffs... be Dallas?
1: Whoever wins between Dallas and someone San else. San
0: Jose. Oh. Ah.
2: But there's a lot to a yeah, lot between now and could them.
1: be literally
0: anyone except it could be Colorado. LAFC and Seattle.
2: Yep, literally anyone.
0: All right, guys. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on. Yep. We'll uh, meet back after the Vancouver game. All right. See you, City.